0: Welcome to Rebirth of Venus, the podcast where I talk dirty about spiritual evolution, the self-love revolution, and how to embody the archetype of Venus, original bad bitch, every damn day. My name is Caitlin Metanley, and I want to thank you so deeply for being here. And hello, do I ever want to thank you so deeply for being here. What is this, episode 15? It's crazy that... I mean, here we are in a whole new year. I mean, we've this is not the first episode of the year, but like I'm still, you know, realizing I'm in a new year, <laughs> and you are all still with me. I want to thank you so much for your support, for your questions, for your DMs on Instagram at Rebirth underscore of Venus. Message me there anytime. Of your, um, of just all the cool conversations we've had around these topics. Um, of the amazing reviews I've received on iTunes. By the way, if you haven't had the chance to review this podcast on iTunes yet, please, 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 please pause this episode right now. It'll be here when you get back, I promise. Head over to iTunes, scroll all the way down when you're on the... um, if you're on your iPhone, which is like 90% of people listening to this, <laughs> um, you can just scroll down to um, like underneath the existing reviews. You'll click on write a review, write a quick review, and let me know what you think because I mean, first of all, this is for you. <laughs> Otherwise, I would just be talking to myself, which is, you know, something I've done for always. So, um, but this podcast is for you. I love hearing about what? What you're getting out of these episodes, what you are responding to, and just let me know, let me in the world know what you think because I really, really am excited to grow this podcast this year and just get these messages out to a wider audience. And your reviews are honestly the most important thing in doing that. Thanks to internet algorithms, without those reviews, people don't find this podcast. And so, well, wow. God, I'm grateful for or goddess. I'm grateful for all of you who are listening. Some of you who have been listening since the beginning. Let's get this out some more people. So let's do it together. Qu- hit a quick pause. Head over to iTunes. That's my big ask for the year. I mean, if that's the only one I get, I'm happy. My birthday was actually on January 16th. So didn't really go big big in public on it too much so if you missed it no worries leave me a review on iTunes it's the biggest birth the best birthday gift a girl could ask for I don't need diamonds reviews are girls best friend <laughs> okay so thank you so much um so anyway happy Friday day of Venus day of everything that is art beauty abundance love desire of Recognizing what it is you want in this big beautiful life and instead of just like going out and getting it like just hustle letting it come to you I mean not just sitting on your ass but getting clear on what you desire doing the things that truly get you closer to that and all that extra busy work dropping it away trusting that with your mind right, with you taking inspired action, everything you desire is coming to you. I mean, I've been holding the visual lately of those old Renaissance paintings of Venus or Aphrodite. And have you noticed that in, okay, well, first of all, let's talk about what you don't see in those paintings. And I'm just picturing like a few of them. I mean, there are obviously countless ones. So don't come for me with, like, your Renaissance expertise being like, this is an exception. (laughs) Or do, actually. I I would be interested. (laughs) Anyway, in none of those pictures, paintings, do you see Venus, like, ruling with the hand of law or, you know, bossing people around or, you know, running around town doing what she has to do? I mean, yeah, they were, like, old times. So I don't know if... You know, they didn't really picture, like, the Greco-Roman pantheon, like, running around town going grocery shopping. But, like, you get my point, hopefully. Anyway, in all of those paintings, Venus is standing, in you know, like a body of water, like the birth of Venus, in, you know, an oyster shell or lounging. And people are bringing things to her. So this image, this has been the image I've been holding as my North Star because I've really, really been struggling honesty time. Actually, this whole episode will be honesty time. Honesty time. I've really been struggling with returning to that energy of just the energy of Venus, that energy of relaxing, doing what you have to do, of course, but relaxing, releasing your attachment. And knowing that everything you need and desire will come to you in time. You know, thinking of like the things I need or desire or need is actually a tough word because we don't know what the fuck we need. (laughs) You know, in fact, that kind of goes into a little side note that I've really been actually in my work with manifestation and spell work, I've actually really been moving away from the really conscious, like, figure out your desire and manifest it, that specificity. And I've more been viewing myself as a channel. (laughs) You know, it's like that Marianne Williamson quote that, like, you see everywhere. It's a good one. So and and I don't have it here. So I'm just going to, like, you know, say it from memory. So it's a paraphrase. You know, it's like, what would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? Something like that might even be exactly that. Who knows? You know, kind of entering into each day, like okay, divine, or even like my higher self. You know, like as I'm always saying, like don't get too caught up in these words. Like, what what would you have me do today? Like, what do I need to do? And listening. That being said, even though I have been in general moving towards that, because here's the thing, you know, the universe. God, the divine, has a much greater imagination than you do. <laughs> That's something I say all the time on this podcast, and it's true. You know, and I'm realizing more, like, in which what ways am I limiting myself by being like, I just want this. I want more money. Blah blah blah. You know. So, you know, it's okay. To, and like, so, so I've I've been working on. You know, I can still feel that desire, and desires have huge value, as I've also talked about on this on this podcast many times. You know, desires really um, are the language of your soul. But it's hard to know when they're true desires and not just desires of the ego. So in releasing attachment to them in this way, I'm able to actually listen to the desires and needs of my soul. So all that said, it's been a huge fucking struggle. (laughs) And I've really over the past month fallen off track. I'm going to be honest with you. With that, and I've really stepped back into the energy of like intellectualizing my way out of every problem. And that has really held me back. And if I'm honest, in the whole year of 2018, I was talking about like the year in review, sort of with my love um, on or around New Year's Eve. I don't remember exactly what day we were talking about it. And um, I was saying that, you know, it was an amazing year. Like actually a lot of big, amazing things happened. And yet I was so in my head that energy of inner struggle, that intellectualized like spiritual develop the intellectualization of my spiritual development that I was rapidly going through really held me back. And it really kept me at a distance from the joy I could have been experiencing. And that was something I didn't want to take into 2018. And... Actually, even as I'm saying it now, this is actually kind of an epiphany I'm having like in real time. <laughs> it actually I think that like the past month, I've really been through the ringer. And it's like, I don't believe the universe tests you, but I do believe that when you're nearing a breakthrough, your ego um like it it, it predicts if it foresees a partial ego death, and so it acts up. And it's your chance to like really rise above the challenge. So it's like you're not being tested, but you're challenging yourself. You know, it's like your soul wants to wants to be sure that you're you've committed to this change, this new way of living. So, yeah, (laughs) so really been like just holding that image of Venus and like little cherubs bringing her everything she needs in my mind as like, okay, what am I like? Where in my life are the cherubs? Where in my life are the cherubs? <laughs> you know, this is a metaphor, obviously. Um, like, what am I pushing, 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 pushing for? And like, that's obviously not working for me. Otherwise, I'd have it. That's the important thing to keep in mind. Like, okay, yes, sometimes the hustle works. But here's the thing, if it's working, you're ha- you're going to have what you want. Or or like you'll and it might not be the end result, but you'll see it happening. So, it's for me refinding this balance of moving the needle forward in really like consistent in a really consistent manner, but also releasing the attachment which as everybody knows from experience, even people who don't believe in manifestation have examples of this, like usually with dating. <laughs> you know, it's so funny for uh, and and just like I should tell you now, this can be a little bit of a rambly episode, but I hope you love it. I love little rambly episodes every so often. And last episode was my like awesome um, structure, relatively structured interview with my friend James F- Fox. And if you haven't listened to that yet. Be sure to check it out after this. We talked about the role of movement in spiritual development. It was such a cool conversation. But, you know, I just kind of felt the need to, like, riff a little bit today. Anyway, so it's that balance. And here's the thing. Like, if you are in alignment with that hustle, like, you're going to know you're on the right path. Here's, I mean, I've you know, I've built three businesses now. Of Varying sizes, small, all small businesses, but, and it really in the energy of the hustle, <laughs> particularly the last two, the, the second and third. And the first I just like didn't know what I was doing. So I was just like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I just got to figure it out. Anyway, um, when I was really in the, in alignment with the hustle, I felt great. I felt energized. I felt focused. Even if like I I didn't see the results immediately. But then other times I was like on the floor crying. I was like at such insane levels of stress that I was getting sick all the time. Like, okay, these are clues that you're not in alignment. (laughs) It's not fucking working. And so. Like I mentioned, like I started mentioning (laughs) before I got distracted, um, It's funny as a culture that doesn't like overall believe that thing something like manifestation is real. Everybody still has an example, usually with dating of a time that they released attachment. I mean, they don't always put in those words, obviously, but they, but what they did was release attachment. And then the thing they wanted so much came to them. It's always like every person that could be the most left brain person in the world, If you're single, for example, and you're like, when will I meet someone? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) We'll say, oh, it always happens when you least expect it. Isn't it funny that we have that that's like such a part of our cultural vernacular, that that phrase when it comes to love? And yet we don't apply that to anything else, (laughs) you know, because really what that is about is releasing attachment. So... Why am I talking about this? Well, okay, so I'm not gonna go into the details because it's personal, but and now like you all wanna know even more. <laughs> no, I <I'm> was <just> kidding. <laughs> um, but I mean the past month has been like really truly really trying, um, really challenging, really called a lot of things into question, has a lot of upheaval, um, un- completely unexpected, and um, I just like completely fell off and, you know, it was, it was funny because at first you in know, doing the nature of what was happening at first, I was fine with that. You know, I recognized that I was going to fall off of my daily habits. I was really, I really had a lot of fatigue and I was, had no energy and I was just like really struggling to do Anything remotely physical, which, spoiler alert, is everything. And if any of you have ever had, like, a health issue for a period of time, you know that um, – and, and when I say health issue, like, I'm, I'm totally fine. Like, I'm not, you know, dying or anything. Or, like, <laughs> on, on my – well, we're all dying. But, you know. Yeah, so, so there's nothing to worry about. But, I mean, hell, even if you've had, like, a cold for too long – if your immune system is depleted for whatever reason, and you just like just can't get better, which is definitely a big part of what was happening for me. You forget until that moment how much health matters. You forget that without, I mean, there's a reason that you know health, alongside security. Okay, I don't remember the exact like order, but you know, Maslow's pyramid hierarchy of needs, which interestingly is actually the same as the chakra system. You want your mind blown? I think even the colors actually. I'm picturing Maslow's pyramid in my head, which is the idea. If you're not familiar, that there's this hierarchy of needs, and like the bottom is safety, and then there's like health, and blah 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 blah. And, like the top is self-actualization, and without your lower, you know, the more found, foundative. I don't know if that's a word, but I like it. I think I'm just gonna go with it. Like, I think the real word is foundational. Obviously. <laughs> Damn, I liked Foundative better. The foundational Needs, without those being met Like, you're not going to You know Give a shit about, like, self-actualization Probably If you, like, don't have a roof over your head You know? And this is why Actually, like, in some Ways, not all, because of course there are a bajillion exceptions to the rule But in many ways Structurally, societally Um spiritual development is, especially these days, is overwhelmingly, has an overwhelming tendency towards, um, towards elitism, really. I don't know if elitism is the right word, but what I mean is, you know, if you, trust me, I can tell you from experience, even as a highly spiritual person who's like had a deep spiritual practice for a long time, when I fall into periods where, like, I am really struggling to make ends meet and, like, not sure how I'm going to pay for, like, my next set of groceries, which are, like, small at best. Like, I'm not, like, even though meditation in that moment is, like, one of the things that will keep me on track, it is not the top of my mind, you know? And so it's really challenging to... Um. When you fall back in something like health or financial issues, these things that are really at the root of your feeling of safety, security, root chakra, um, I mean, it's really wild if you look at Maslow's pyramid next to the chakra system. Like, they are completely in line. Each need on his pyramid is like a higher chakra. Anyway little side note. There's like, I just call this episode like side notes <laughs> anyway. So I recognized, you know, that I was going to fall off of things and then, you know, that's just how it was. And later on I did, which I where I am now. I, I have started to really from the bottom, like started from the bottom. Now we're here, but this is like another meaning. <laughs> um, I was like, OK, like I'm like jumping straight into, you know, a hardcore yoga practice again is like not happening because I'm I need to make sure I'm taking care of like my sleep, my hydration, you know, like the simple things, the basic things. Building from there. So, you know, when you do fall off your daily habits, it's OK. You're going to get back on just like take the pressure off yourself. And that was what I did initially. I was like, you know, I'm going to get back on. It's fine. This is not the end of the world. You know, it's not like, oh, I, f- I mean, people with this all or nothing idea in our society. And it's really actually highly problematic for a lot of people, especially a lot of addicts. Um, and by addicts, I mean, you know, not just drugs and alcohol, but, you know, we're all addicted to something. And it's funny because in 12-step programs, there, you know, is this a big criticism of a lot of them is that there's this idea that, like, once you fall off, you have to start over. And, you know, it's like day one. And like, well, yeah, that's true. It is day one if you fall off. There are different ways to view that. Like, for example, when I practice kundalini yoga sadhanas, like, or like a 40-day sadhana for a particular kriya, which is a particular yoga set, if I miss day... 35 I have to start over at one but the different and I told this to a friend of mine who is in recovery um for another addiction and he, he for like a um you know a substance addiction and he was like what that's ridiculous and I was like yeah but like it's fine because this is like a lifelong practice So that's, like, a healthy perspective. It's, like, it's fine to start over. But the problem or criticism of a lot of 12-step programs is that people fall off and then there's this idea. They're almost, like, ostracized. And I think this is more about the group mentality. I'm sure some groups are better than others. Um, They're like, oh, well, I fell off, so I might as well just binge because it's, like, I'm, you know, it's, like, I threw in the towel. Rather than being, like, you know, I'm going to get back on. So... Anyway, yet another tangent. Let's loop it in, loop it in, close the loop. Um, it's fine. You know, if you fall off your daily habits, recognize you're going to get back on. So that was my first thing. I was like, okay, just going to do what I can. It is what it is. I lost all my drive. And You know, it was funny because in that moment, and I talked about this very briefly, I think on the last episode, maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe it was on Instagram. I don't know. I talk a lot. I can't keep track of what I say. Um, I mentioned, you know, I made this enormous like Capricornian list of goals for the year. I mean, granted, there were like four or five main goals and then a bunch of sub goals that kind of led there and, you know, stepping stone type situations. And in this moment, I just looked at this list and part of it was I had like no drive and I was exhausted and I just needed to rest. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> like literally that was what I thought. And at first I was like, oh, my God, like I'm never going to accomplish anything this year. And then I realized, like, what if my intuition was actually telling me something and I meditated on this, you know, not like in seated meditation, but like I thought about this and I realized that like a lot of these goals weren't mine, which is so funny because this is something I talk about all the time. I talk about my ritual guide, which if you don't know what that is, there's a link in the um, show notes. It's a free ritual guide that I have available through my website that um, has just like some really cool Rituals for everyday life that combine like a lot of different modalities, not just magic. Anyway, and I even (laughs) I talk about it in that, you know, making sure your goals are your own, your desires are your own, and yet I fell into the trap just like everybody else. I mean, that's how that's why it's a thing because we all do it, and you know, I just I literally just deleted it. It was on a on a um memo, on my phone, and I just deleted it, started over. Way more clarity now. Um, Way more clarity. And and the best thing is, like, I can actually see myself accomplishing these goals. Like, yeah, it's good to shoot, to, like, aim for the stars. But at the same time, like, if you're consistently not achieving your goals because you're always aiming for the stars, I'm, like, a highly ambitious Capricorn, that's a problem. And so I'm actually going about the opposite way now, which is making them, like, challenging. But... I'm like, I can definitely do that if I stay on track. If I don't stay on track, I'm not doing shit, you know? And so I was like, wow, I can do this. And so it was funny because during this time, and I'm hoping all this makes sense. I know I'm like talking all over the place and I'm hoping it ties into each other. I'm just going to trust that whatever's coming out is going to be helpful and, and meaningful to as many of you as possible. Um... You know, I was asking like a lot of people for advice about things, which again, isn't really like me because I really just don't give a shit what other people think, (laughs) like to a fault. But it was really, it was like, I just, it was one of the first times in my life where I just couldn't like answer, my intuition was like all over the place. I couldn't answer my own questions. I was getting like totally different intuitive reads on the same question, like from one day to the next. Like, what felt like my intuition. And I've never experienced that before. And that was weird. And I got a message, which was basically, it doesn't matter what you choose. Like, all that matters is whether or not, I'm paraphrasing a bit. Um, it was more specific to my situation, but it was basically like, What matters is like how you feel about it, essentially. And later, in talking to my friend Jorge, I realized that we were talking about just like the state of non attachment in general. And I realized that what that message referred to was like how attached I was to. So, like, you can, okay, so say you have to make a choice. Say, okay, what's like a random arbitrary example? Okay, say you have to like choose between two job offers. Like lucky you, first of all, you have two job offers. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> so get gratitude, but that's a side note. Um, you know, if your intuition, I mean, you, often your intuition will be like this or this, and that's because you're probably picking up on like something that's off. Like, okay, recently actually, I was talking to a friend, and she's trying to decide between two apartments. And one like made sense on paper, but her intuition was like, "Mm, no. And then she, but then she said, she's like, yeah, like something, this seems off. This seems like it won't be a good fit. And I was like, girl, like don't take that fucking apartment. (laughs) And then the other one made less sense on paper, but she felt good about it. And I was like, okay, that's really easy. And this happens to people a lot when looking at jobs and apartments, because I think like our intuition or, you know, housing doesn't have to be an apartment. (laughs) our intuition is like that's like a safe place culturally to like make a little bit of decision based on your gut to an extent I mean like some people they're like which job pays more take that you know but I I think many people who don't consider themselves necessarily intuitive or spiritual have had an experience where they're like oh don't move into this place but move into this place and it worked out great same with a job now, there are other times when maybe and this was a big learning experience for me because I had never really, I don't think, been in the situation where there wasn't a clear yes. It was just like, this, yeah, this is the one. No, this is the one. This and it was like, what is happening? And I realized through this conversation with my friend about attachment that the message I was receiving was it doesn't matter which one you choose. All that matters is if you're attached. So if you pick one and then You're, like, constantly thinking about how the other might have been better. You're attached to that. And that's the problem. Not that you didn't choose that one. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Because this was really huge for me. You know, I mean, or, or in reverse. It's like, okay, you pick the other. But... Then you're constantly looking back and regretting. Now, it's fine to have, like, mixed feelings about a big decision. And there that is, that is you know, somewhat normal. And, it, and you can expect that, you know? Like, not everything's cut and dry. And, like, there is, I think, a natural tendency to, like, mourn the path not taken or something like that um, to an extent. But you can still, like, recognize you're empowered, you're moving forward with that, with whatever you chose. And sometimes in those times of indecision, um, asking for a ton of advice is not helpful. In fact, I think it's like never helpful asking for a lot of advice. Now, if you're in a situation where you're just like you've never been in before, asking some people who you know have been there who you trust to be unbiased, like to share their experience but not be like, this is what you should do. That's super helpful. But you have to recognize at a point where you're just like... You know, beating around the bush, so to speak. And cut it out and go inward. You know? Um, also, other lessons, you know, in a time of... You know, and I'm just, like... I, I, I hope it doesn't seem like I'm being, like, really vague. Because I really... my, My goal here, it's not about, like, any of the specifics in my situation. It's just, like... This happens to all of us. We find ourselves back in these places where we're like at you know we're fraught with indecision and we feel like everything's uncertain or we like just don't know what to do. We feel lost it's like a dark night of the soul situation. Um, you know, so like you so so far, like we've talked about recognizing you're gonna fall off of your habits, and that's okay. You'll get back on when you're ready. Do what you can. You know, you know that's just like getting dressed. If you're depressed, you know, God, like it's hard. Like, yeah, you know, exercise is going to help you. But like, are you going to exercise? No fucking way. At least I'm not when I'm depressed. <laughs> you know, I can't even like do like a basic, like the most simple kundalini kriya. If I'm like really depressed because I get a lot of fatigue from that. It's just like that's different than being tired. It's just like I can't do anything. Anyway, um, you know, cut off outside influences like. This is a great time to do a purge of your um, social media. Like, I, I literally just did one this morning. It's like, I mean, you know, whatever's just, like, not jiving with you. Like, for me right now, it's just, like, I'm, yeah, just, like, I don't want to be sold anything. Now, that does not mean that it's bad to sell things. Selling is important and... That's great, but like I just don't want that right now. I'm sure I'll re-follow a lot of people in the future. But I, like no matter how beautiful it is, I just don't want to be I just don't want to be sold to. I want to be inspired. And that's it. You know? That's just what I need right now. So, whatever it is you need right now, like cut off those outside influences that aren't in line with that. Stop asking for advice and be aware of where you're numbing. You know, if you're in a emotional roller coaster, like where are you numbing? And what I mean is this, like, yeah, of course there are like the obvious things like, you know, addictive behaviors we numb out with. That's why I say we all have addictions. Like your addictive behavior might be drugs or alcohol or might be food. It might be, um, like attachment to your partner it might be attachment to having a partner to finding one it might be um you know like self-development I mean I part of like my cutting off outside influences and just like going back within is that I've decided not to enroll in any new courses like self-development courses this year um I have, I mean, I'm actually on a low buy in general this year. I have a whole list of things that like I'm, well, two lists. I have a list of things I'm not purchasing this year and a list of things I am. So it's just like a no buy in certain categories. And those categories are totally like just things that made sense to me, you know, where I was like, okay, there's nothing else I need more here right now. And one of those things with self development, not because I don't think that like online courses can change your life; they absolutely can, and they're great resources. But I don't need I I need to relearn how to go within. So, give myself a year off of that. Um, I did make a caveat, and if you're in more, if you're interested in like the low buy, no buy thing, like. There's like so much more I could say about it, so like feel free to DM me if you want to talk about that. Um, I I actually I gave myself five like wild cards for the year, which now there's like a like I said, there's like a whole list of things I'm a- approved to spend money on, so it's not like you know like to the outside world nobody be like you're doing a no buy you know, but for me it's like specific things, and I have like an approved list, you know. That's that. But I give myself five wild cards because, you know what, like, at the same time, even the personal development thing, like, okay, if my intuition's like, yes, you know, I want that opportunity within reason. So I give myself, like, five wild cards. But I don't really expect to use them on personal development because that was just like, you know, I just need to take a little break. I've been, like, hardcore in that world for, like, eight years now. And I have some things to show for it and a lot of things not to, if I'm honest. So... And if I'm really honest, I really only started, like, actively integrating whatever I was currently studying, like, last year. In the past, I would just, like, binge read them and be like, Woo, I'm changing my life and, like, not do shit like most of us do. <laughs> Many of us do. So, you know, just, like, a little reset. Um, So about the numbing, like, this isn't just about, like, addictive behaviors in which you numb, but... It's also, this really hit me yesterday when I, like, felt very emotional about something and I was like, I thought that I'd process this. And I realized that I had processed it mentally, intellectually. Like, I had actually really genuinely, like, thought about my feelings and processed them. But I'd done that in my head. And I hadn't done that in my body, my spirit, my soul. It was funny because I was also like, you know, as I was like dealing with mental, with um, not mental, well, with mental health too, but like, you know, specifically dealing with like physical health issues, like just like being sick and sick and sick and sick and sick and, sick and not feeling better. I, I was like, even I knew that wasn't right because I don't get sick a lot. And I was like, well, I'm holding on to something. Like there's more to this than just the physical. And yet... I was every morning spending like an hour Googling like this, that, and the other thing, looking for an intellectual answer to what I realized yesterday was a spiritual problem. And this is what's crazy. Once I started looking for answers, still Googling, (laughs) you know, I I was, I had gone within, but like, also I, it's just fun. I like to Google. (laughs) But once I was looking at it from the spiritual perspective, the energetic, opening myself up to that. Like, I got exactly the answers I needed, you know, in terms of, like, practical information from others beyond just what I could intuit in my body. I know it might seem like a contradiction. I just talked about, like, cutting off outside influences. But, again, like, it's a balance. I mean, it's fine to want, especially if you're in, like, an uncharted territory, to, like, just need other people's stories. But, you know, that as long as that doesn't take the place of going inward. So I went inward first and then I was like, hmm. And it started with just like Google this instead. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh my God, it hit me. So what I realized is there's a difference between intellectually, um, intellectually processing a problem and really, really, really feeling it out. And actually, last week, James and I talked uh, about this on our episode last week a lot because we were talking about, you know, how movement, physical movement supports your spiritual development. And, you know, we really hold on to emotions in the body. And um, I talked about, like, I took this embodiment um, class with Alexandra Roxo. Um, I'll link it in the show notes that was really good. And um I, I bought it last year, so I'm gonna keep doing that one this year <laughs> during my no more buying courses year. Um and one thing she said and I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before was like when you're doing embodiment work and like she talks about specifically what that means, but really it's like any physical movement practice that like is done with the express purpose of pulling, like releasing stuck energy she's like you'll probably cry a lot but like it's really important not to focus on why you're crying you know and what she said is I have a million reasons to cry (laughs) and like I mentioned that a lot because that really really hit me we talked about that last week and I'm thinking about it now when I'm thinking about like intellectually processing an issue versus you know spiritually processing it because I feel like the spirit processing happens on the physical level because that's where our energy lives. It's the vessel. Our body's the vessel. And, you know, God, like I have like so many of us, you know, I have been through so many years of like therapy, for example, talk therapy. And um, finally, I hit a point a few years ago where I was just like, OK, like. I'm, I'm good on what my problems are. Like, know what my issues are. Like, know what the fucking problem is. I'm sure more things will come up. But like, like I have talked to my, my issues to death <laughs> and yet they're still here <laughs> back from the dead. And so, you know, it was when like, I really started focusing on that, that physical release and not like overthinking it, not being like, why, am why do I feel this way? I mean, it's fine, you know, to an extent. Be like, oh, I'm likely feeling this emotion. You can be helpful to name emotions, but, you know, to, like, really identify them. But really, like, what your body really wants, your soul really wants is to feel them. And if you're thinking about them, you're not feeling them. And that was something I had realized before, that difference between intellectually processing something and, you know, spiritually processing it. So... So yeah. Um, you know, I'm just gonna cut it off there. I literally don't even know what to call this episode, because I feel like I just went on a tangent. But I hope you I hope this is helpful to you. I mean, I think this is a time of serious, serious change on this plane of existence, earth, beyond earth, gosh, like, And mark my words, this year is going to be like bananas for all of us. I mean, don't be scared. Like, bananas can mean a lot of things. But there are going to be a lot of, mark my words, a lot of unexpected, like really unexpected things popping up. And, you know, if you're struggling with riding the wave, I encourage you... Go back to my episode about the tower. Um, the wisdom of the tower. Don't know what number it is. But you can just. You know there's not that many episodes. You can just like scroll down. And find the one about the tower. I talk about that specifically there. But you know today I just like. Really. It goes back to that picture of Venus. The painting of Venus. And being brought things. And you I've realized that for the past month, I've been thinking, I could just think and strive my way into solutions. That's Mars energy or Athena. You know, And I remembered as yesterday, I like took everything off my altar, my altar to Venus. And I was like, I'm going to really spruce this up. And I did. It looks amazing now. It's like so different. And I love it. It just like lights me up now. And I was like, oh, right, this, the energy of creation, the energy of allowing, this is where I am. I am done. I'm done. Remind me of myself saying this now in like two months when I'm here again. (laughs) No, but like I am done. Just this like internal battle. Oh, just like more, 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 do more, do more, get better, be better. Like, what do I have to show for that? Not enough. Not enough. I don't. If you have something to show for it, great. Like, I'm not going to tell you to change your ways, but I don't have a lot to show for that. For all the mental energy I've put into that fucking train of existence, like, I don't have a lot to show. I don't have a lot to show for it. So, I'm tr- going back to trusting myself. Trusting myself. Listening. Because once I finally stopped and listened yesterday, I got like all the answers I needed. And I thought, I really thought I had been listening. But there's a difference between thinking you're listening and listening. So, take the thinking out of the equation. Give this a try. And. I hope something here serves you because this is, like, big real-time evolution for me. And It's something I know, and I say it all the time. I know if I'm evolving in this direction that a lot of people around me are, too. So that's why I'm sharing this with you. So thank you for listening. Um, Be sure to check out the show notes. For the few things I mentioned in this episode you might be interested in, um, be sure to grab my free ritual guide, which the link is also in the show notes for that. Um, you'll get some awesome daily rituals that you can use for um, really get clarity on a lot of these things we talked about in this episode. Um, the rituals that combine magic with um, neurolinguistic programming, with a bunch of modalities that are like self-development meets magic. So they're really, really like practical and magical. It's like the best of both worlds. And um, Rook Capricorn magic there. So be sure to check that out. And um, in the meantime, have a great week. Thank you for listening to this, you know, long little chat. And I can't wait to talk to you all again next Friday. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye.